0: Hey what's going on everyone and welcome to the first episode of The Loop. I'm your host Patrick Thompson and on this show we make sure everyone stays in the loop on what's what in the entertainment and sports world. So just sit back and relax because we have everything under control. Today I don't feel like doing the NFL draft was over the weekend and it was a good day for Wisconsin football as all players that entered the draft, I believe, ended up being picked up by a team. The first patch off the board was TJ Watt, who went to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And at the end of the first round, uh lineman Ryan Ramchak got drafted by the New Orleans Saints. And hometown hero Vince Beagle ended up being drafted by the Green Bay Packers. So he will stay in Wisconsin. I know he's pretty excited about that. I saw in a few interviews he. Was more than happy to stay in Wisconsin, to be close to family and whatnot. So overall, a pretty exciting day for all Wisconsin football fans. They get to see their favorite players transition into the pros, and we'll see how that goes. But kind of a sad note is seeing Rob Wheelwright get drafted and move on to bigger and better things. He was one of my favorite players because just his enthusiasm on Twitter and in the locker room. I remember always seeing these crazy dance videos of all the players and he was always in the middle and it was just so exciting and fun to see and he's such an energetic person so uh look for that in maybe one of his touchdown dances i i will definitely tune in to his first few games to see if he does anything crazy as far as uh success goes in the pros i definitely think that T.J. Watt will have the best career out of all the Badgers in this draft class. Not to knock on Vince Beagle, I know they're both hard workers, but T.J. is just out of this world, and I think he's a year younger than me, and uh, I didn't know who he was coming into school even when he was here. I never really heard of him, and this year he had one of the most incredible seasons I've ever witnessed in my life, and I know he's just hitting his peak, and he'll just continue to get better every day. So that's something exciting to look forward to. All right, and switching gears, uh, this story was happened about a week ago, but it's just so interesting to me. I, I had to talk about it. Um, LeVar Ball, uh, father of the great UCLA, former UCLA now, guard Lonzo Ball, just blew a deal with Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Maybe even Skechers, I have no idea. But he blew the deal because he wants to license his own brand, Big Baller brand that he created. I don't even know what you can call it because they only make t-shirts right now. But I saw that he's trying to work on a sneaker deal and his first pair of shoes wants to be $200, maybe even more. His Jordans aren't even $200. It's like the best pair of Jordans, a good pair of Jordans I should say, is 150 And that's one of the best shoes in, in the game. So why? what makes this unknown brand better than Jordan's. It just, it doesn't make any sense to me, but he blew all that money and just flushed it right down the toilet. Question question I want to ask behind this is, when is it right for Lonzo to step up and say, you're destroying my career. You just cost me $50 million right off the bat. He hasn't even played a game in the NBA yet, but he's one of the better players in the draft. and, And these companies want to endorse him. And when does Lonzo step up and say, Hey, Dad, that's enough. I got this. I don't know if he'll ever do that. We'll see. He's done some outrageous stuff, and I can't believe none of the family has stepped up and told them to kind of calm down, but I guess they're just a different kind of family, and they they do their own thing, and they're just going to make it. If I was in that situation, I would tell my dad he needs to calm it down because he's affecting me in my career, but we'll see if Lonzo says anything in the near future. I would like to take a brief moment to thank the sponsors of our show, this show is brought to you by Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops, the only cereal you can eat all day long. If you go on their website and use the promo code Loop, Fruit Loops will give you 10% off your first 10 boxes that you order. Thank you, Fruit Loops. Alright, coming up next, I did an interview with my good friend Peter about which Wisconsin basketball team was better. The team that we had a few years ago in 2015 that made it to the national championship, or the team that we had last season that fell short but went on a great run in the NCAA tournament. I think we both made some good points. Um, I know I stumbled on one of my points which is surprising because it's very hard to stumble, Peter, especially on basketball-related matters. Overall, it was a great interview. We, we both made some great points, and I hope you enjoy. All right, so I am joined now with my roommate, Peter Mariachi. Peter, say hello to the Hello, folks. hello.
1: Thanks for having me, Patrick. Yeah,
0: no, thanks for coming on. Um, I wanted to have you on because we've been having this debate well, we used to have this debate back and forth when it was basketball season. Uh, which team is better—the team that we had this past year or the 2015 team, uh, headlined by Sam Decker and Frank Kaminsky? Now, Peter's on the side of the 2015 team. Uh, can I get some quick thoughts on why you think that is?
1: 36 and four national runner-up, two guys drafted in the first round the following season. Okay, that's to fair. To name a few points.
0: Okay. Now, the NBA draft for this year hasn't happened yet, so we don't know if Nigel Hayes or Bronson Canning is going to be drafted. Maybe even Zach Showalter will throw his name in I there hope so. And I get, so. And get picked hope... up. I hope so, too. I, I want to see...
1: All, all three of them, plus Vito, I hope they're all
0: drafted. Yeah, I Bye. forgot about Vito. You can't forget about Vito. Oh, what a voice. Life. He's got a great... He's a great yeah, singer. some pipes. I was very optimistic going into the season, and when we started off... I believe we started off well, and then I decided to make this argument with you... I just think that Bronson Koenig, one of the best point guards we've seen in our day, uh, that sure. point guard on that team was Trayvon, Trayvon Jackson. I mean, I, it was it was
1: Bronson as well. Once that Trina was Bronson's freshman year, yeah. But Bronson definitely improved a lot in his last two seasons, I think. Um, so I guess I see your point
0: there. but that I mean, that was just one of mine. I mean, and then the other point that I wanted to make is that you can't forget that Ethan Happ is only a sophomore. Right? And, I mean, Frank Kaminsky, he didn't really come around until junior and senior year. And Ethan, I don't even think Ethan Hap. he's taken two shots outside of the paint. So I was just saying, if if Ethan Hap was more experienced and mature, this team could have been the greatest Wisconsin team we've ever seen. How do you feel about that?
1: I mean, I haven't really thought about it that way. It's hard to, because we, like, we'll never be able to see. Like, I obviously think Ethan's going to get a lot better next year. And the year after that, if he decides to stay, depending on what his options are, so like maybe if it was the timing was different and half was more experienced or more skilled or more far along in his development this season, it would have been more similar. But just comparing the two side by side as they were, I just can't find an argument for why this year's team was better. Even just like thinking about these two teams going head to head and like the matchups that would be there. I just I don't see Ethan being able to guard Frank. I that's mean Nigel fair. could just guard himself. Frank- I guess. <laughs> uh Vito guarding Sam. I guess Vito had, might have a little more size. I don't even know if that's true. But uh,
0: random question: Do you think that this year's Nigel could handle the previous Nigel from that team? Now this year Nigel is a lot stronger than he used to, but back in the day Nigel used to shoot better.
1: Yes, Nigel had like there's some times where I got frustrated with Nigel this year. And uh, last year, I guess too. But like looking back now, Nigel's de- like is was definitely a lot better this year than he was sophomore year. I know his shooting percentages were down, like particularly and he struggled on the free throw line. There's a lot of things that were like frustrating about that. But I think Nigel benefited a lot, like early on in his career, freshman and sophomore year, being like the third or fourth
0: sc- like scorer, go-to option on the team. He's he's the Draymond dream of the Wisconsin Badgers. <laughs> That, a lot of people use yes, that argument for Draymond Green. Yeah, that he can't. Yeah,
1: ha- so so Frank and Sam were drawing the best defenders, and then Nigel could operate on either like a smaller defender yeah. in the low post, or if oh, he got a bear at him, he could he could beat him off the dribble. That's but, true. Very true. So I, like this year, obviously you have you know the best perimeter defender would always go on Bronson, and then the best. I guess perimeter, but also like kind of bigger forward could go on Nigel. And I think he struggled with that a little more. But if you just look at overall his, I mean, his defensive contributions, his ability, like he's one of the best passers, I think, on the team. I don't know. I just, I think he was a lot better, but I think, I think, it I don't know. It's just thinking about it now. It'd be so, right. it'd be so weird to see, you know, Nigel on Nigel sophomore years. That would
0: be fun to watch.
1: Because sophomore year Nigel is definitely better shooter. I'm not arguing at yeah. that point, but.
0: Okay. So last few questions. Frank Kaminsky, he was the first one drafted, correct? Yes. He was around ten. He was,
1: yeah, I think he was like, yeah, okay, eight to ten, and then Decker was closer to fifteen. Yeah.
0: So two years from now, Ethan Happ goes to the draft. Is he a one through nine pick? Will he beat Frank out? No. No? I think I don't
1: see I don't see him developing that much in two years. Like I think he's going to get better. Like obviously, I think the kid just needs to like (laughs) just (laughs) shoot like a thousand shots a day from the outside.
0: Um, I think if he gets a a mid, it doesn't have to be a three pointer like Frank had, no, just a I, mid range, like a mid
1: range, like an elbow jumper, and he can make free throws consistently. Yeah, I just don't for he like he only operates right now in the post, and it's hard. Like, how tall is he? Like, what six ten?
0: I think he's six ten. So maybe maybe, maybe he's still maybe, growing. Who knows?
1: Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just thinking like he might be too small to play a center.
0: And does he have like he That's could play true. like a
1: power forward, I guess, in the NBA? But does he like right now? He doesn't have that skill set, so I guess we'll have to see how he develops. Yeah. I sure hope like he does. I hope I he, do too. That'd be nice to I see another Badger go- Show. <laughs> uh, get drafted the Frank. That'd yeah. be great for him and for Wisconsin basketball. But
0: yeah, Wisconsin basketball is back on the map. Well, Definitely. thank you for coming on uh, Basketball Analysis, Peter, Peter Mariachi. Thanks Matagachi. for having me. Yeah, I'm glad I can uh, share some insight. I think, I think you won the debate, but I'll have to rethink it and, and come back at you. Once again, um, thank you to my good friend Peter for coming on my show and having that debate with me um, recorded. We've had that debate uh, probably about five times now and every time he just he he seems to make better points than me so i i really need to rethink my approach but yeah he's a he's a great great guy great basketball fan he really knows his stuff so if he says that the 2015 basketball team was the best team i'm just gonna have to believe him um until i find some more evidence of that
1: come on man that's what i do yo mic check mic check yeah here you go oh no he over here yeah, I heard he got that hot new thing. It's called Let's get it going.
0: Switching gears now to something a little lighter, more enjoyable, more fun to talk about. Uh summer is coming up. <clears throat> kids are graduating, kids are going on their summer breaks, and we may already have the song of the summer. Now every Summer, these songs come out, and you know, kind of the general public decides on what song is most popular. Usually, it comes out in like in June, so it doesn't get too overplayed. But I think Justin Bieber's new song, I'm the One, that just came out last week, may be the song of the summer already. So, I'm gonna let you guys listen to a little bit of it, and we'll see what you think. I'm the one early morning in the dawn, know you want to ride now. This from the one, yeah. This from the one, yeah. Hear you sick of all those other imitators. Don't let the only real one intimidate ya. See you watching, don't run out of time now. I'm the one, yeah. A <laughs> funny story, I actually, one of my roommates, when the song came out, I think it came out on a Thursday, he called me in the morning at 11 o'clock and he was like, Patrick, you have to listen to this song. This is the song of the summer. I'm telling you. And I listened to it, and I was instantly hooked right away. I can't get enough of the hook. Justin Bieber's part is, is honestly amazing. If I can go back in time, I would make myself, not watch that music video because I regret it so much. Because all I can do is watch it now. I'm, I think I'm addicted to it. I don't know what it is, but it's just they're, they're having fun. That's what summer is all about, and I'm addicted to it. I think I'm addicted to that lifestyle. So all of that adding up, I am making a claim that I'm the one by Justin Bieber and company is the song of the summer. And if it doesn't get overplayed by June, it may just last all the way. But I'm the one. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's truly amazing. Song of the summer. That wraps up our first episode of the loop I hope you guys enjoyed it next week on the loop we'll recap the Milwaukee Bucks fantastic season and a potential rise in the star of Giannis Antetokounmpo we'll ask the question if this is it for ESPN as they had to let go some of their major names but we'll save that for next week hope to see you guys there